0: Take The Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. So most state laws in the state of Georgia take effect in the middle of the calendar year, July 1st. But there are a few new laws that are going to take effect uh, well, actually, it took effect yesterday. There's a new food truck legislation that did away with uh, previous requirements in Georgia law that the operators would have to get a permit and inspection in every county they do business. I happen to love food trucks, so I'm okay with this. And a lot of the folks who run their business via a food truck are going to be free now to broaden their business just a little bit if not a lot. I know that uh, we were looking for some food trucks for an event that uh, my softball league was going to uh, want some food trucks at last Memorial Day weekend and we couldn't find any uh, to work an event in Villa Rica because I mean it's Villa Rica there's only so many food trucks in that in that county. So, uh I, I'm kind of excited about that. So under the new bill the food truck operators will only have to notify county health departments when they're open for business in their counties. There were also a handful of new tax credits that were passed into law and one that passed out of the Senate, Senate Bill 332. The Informed Consumers Act was aimed at preventing criminals from selling goods that were stolen from retail stores on online marketing platforms. And the law that Governor Kemp signed last April A little concerning here. Uh, This legislation makes it legal for Georgia gun owners to carry a concealed handgun in public without a license from the state. It amazes me that the party that tends to claim it's embracing law enforcement, the thin blue line, as much as they purport to, continues to pass legislation like that and sign it into law despite the urgings of the law enforcement community. If I had a loved one who was a police officer, I'd be deeply concerned about that because, well, just last month, we had a number of deaths by handgun in Atlantic Station and in Southwest Atlanta. And who's going to approach a young person, not knowing if they're an adult or not, and ask them if they are legally allowed to carry a handgun that may be concealed, but you can still see they have one. It's just deeply concerning feels really tone deaf. By the way, our friend Doug Shipman, Atlanta City Council President Doug Shipman, in some hot water with a couple of city council members, well, at least a couple, who took out a paid ad in the AJC today. Uh, Council members uh, Andrea Boone and Marcy Collier Overstreet are not happy. The headline in their paid ad, "Nearly Four Decades of Black Female Leadership, Ends Abruptly Under Atlanta City Council President Doug Shipman. Greg Bluestein at the AJC tweeting, two Atlanta City Council members took out a paid ad in the AJC criticizing Council Prez Shipman's appointment to committees with this ad starting, when you see something that is not right, not just, not fair, you have a moral obligation to say something, to do something. These are the words of John Lewis, the late Atlanta City Councilman, U.S. Congressman, and courageous civil rights leader. The spirit behind this quote compelled us to speak out against the recent action taken by Atlantic City Council President Doug Shipman, which denies all black women on the council a position of leadership chairing a city council committee. I'll share this ad. He also uh, responded via email to the council, writing that he expects at least four committee chairs to rotate next year, saying, balancing representation, preferences, and experiences doesn't allow for every member to get all of their preferred appointments every year. In just scanning this ad and his response letter, there is a tone of contention on both sides, and let's put a pin in that and see what comes of that over the next few weeks and months. There are a lot of major issues for the city to tackle, and I don't know. I, I, I have to point this out. This is just anecdotal. Uh, I was coming back from running some errands. I think it was coming back from like Pont City Market heading back towards where I live, uh, in Old Fourth Ward, and I, I saw there was a uh, a sign in the corner of the road that was a uh, Happy Holidays or Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, what what I forget what it was. It was it was some holiday greeting from Doug Shipman, Atlanta City Council President. It's like, huh, that's interesting. You don't usually see something like that. That's just specific from one particular politician in office. Uh, curious to see uh, what Doug Shipman's aspirations are beyond. City Council Presidency. I don't know. I just found that curious. I don't know. I I didn't, I never, never saw something like that. Never, never see like Andre Dickens. Did he have signs? I don't know. Maybe he did. I, other city council, I don't know. If, if anybody else did, feel free to let me know. Uh, Ron at com. Yeah, this ad is ugh, stinging. Uh, this is why the public should care. Committees are first to hear and decide on intricate policy recommendations regarding zoning and land use matters, including policies to address negative effects of gentrification. Committee chairs decide how legislation regarding public safety is prioritized, including funding for police officers, improvements to parks and recreation programs in which public works projects are funded, debated, modified and ultimately approved by committees are also under the direction of committee chairs. In deciding these important matters, it does not serve the public interest to mute the voices of every black woman elected to the city council. Shipman's actions are arrogant and dismissive of unique perspectives black women bring to the table. I'll I'll scan down a couple of paragraphs here. This is one of those, like, you ever write an email in anger and you decide, I'm not going to send it, I'll I'll wait and, and look at it tomorrow and see if I feel the same way before I hit send. Did did they marinate on this? Uh, we expect more of Shipman, having served as the founding CEO of the National Center for Civil and Human Rights. A great visit downtown, by the way. Um, despite this experience, Shipman seems politically tone deaf and someone in need of implicit bias training. He has been living in the birthplace of the civil rights movement long enough to know better. Ooh. The Government Accountability Office reported in 2022 that women of color not only earn considerably less than white men and white women, but are also grossly underrepresented in leadership positions. We expect our council president to do something to change this sad reality, not to add to the problem. It continues. We could have pointed out President Shipman's egregious error behind closed doors, but this issue has long-term implications and it must be exposed. If something happened to Mayor Andre Dickens and he could no longer discharge his duties, Shipman would become mayor. Insofar as diversity, equity, and inclusion are concerned, he is not ready. Wow. Yeah, the tone of this ad is, hmm, they're not happy. And listen, I I get it. I get where they're coming from. 40-year string of black female leadership in city council and or the mayor's office comes to an end with his leadership appointments. Uh, They signed it. We serve not our own egos, but the needs of the people of our great city and the part that Atlanta has played in the rich civil rights history of the world. Again, this is coming from city council members Andrea Boone and Marcy Collier-Overstreet. We'll have all that in show notes today at ronshowatl.com. Or check out the retweets at Ron Show ATL on Twitter. Dr. Michelle Au. Dr. Michelle Au transitioning from Senate to House. More Ron Show on America One Radio next.